All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are not this ready. Is black, but y'all better get ready. Table, table, read. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Black table, read. We the team to get you focused. We the hottest, we the baddest, we the boldest. Turn up the volume, it's your people, yeah, you know this. Young black artists in the fold, yeah, we own it. Yeah. What's going on, beautiful people? What's happening? Here we are. Live, black, and in color. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Not What's live, going on, black, Jay? and in color. I mean, I don't know why they call me off guard. I, I guess it depends on who you ask. <laughs> you Everybody. know, I was talking to somebody yesterday. Well, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and this is no sh- no shade, no tea to to my Caucasian friends uh, and brothers and White sisters. Friends. But uh, y'all be going through it with the sun. <laughs> oh, I was talking explain. to one one person, and they were like, "I burned myself within two minutes of being in the sun." I was like, "That must be horrific to go through." <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, "Not you getting sun burnt like two minutes of just being in the sun." That, that's it's a thing. That's listen, just, when you that got that melanin, unpleasant. it's something different. Yeah, but see. But see, for me, I, me and the sun, well, me and heat in general have a love-hate relationship because, as you know, like melanin retains heat, like our bodies mm-hmm. retain heat much. So I'm naturally hot. So imagine naturally being hot, being out in the heat. It's very uncomfortable. Like I can't even sleep unless, oh, like, yeah, unless like my room is like in the sixties. Like I have to be like in a freezer. The sixties. Or See, yeah, like in college, like, I remember like my is cold. No, like oh. my my dorm used to be like sixty eight around like sixty eight seventy seventy two like year Can't. round. Because no. I that's the no, only way I can go to sleep. If I try to go to sleep in the heat, like my hair sweated out, I'm waking up <laughs> like drenched sheets and all. Like even if I don't have the air on and it's like moderately cool, like I will wake up in my my sheets will like be soaked because my body is like that bad like it's bad so yeah that's the only people i can think of that uh may have have a problem with uh their skin tone right about now in these summer heats but anyways outside of that (laughs) welcome everybody to black table read uh my name for all those that don't know is jerry's client aka mr king petty himself this is lydia iku (laughs) <laughs> the queen of shade because literally for all of y'all folks that have to sleep with the air on 65 I see fan y'all. blowing windows open I see y'all. y'all are crazy um, <laughs> not crazy my mom my sister like i remember one time i went to go visit my sister i walked in when i tell you it felt like i walked into antarctica it was like on blast, Love 65 it. degrees. I said, ma'am. Love it. I, need, I was just like, listen, I'm about to get my scarf, gloves. My nose was running. I couldn't. That's, I absolutely that's couldn't. why I, I love like, the fall and the winter. Because, like, the fall. I mean, yeah, listen, and, I love autumn. Autumn makes oh, me no, so we're happy. Not talking, the, the, we're not talking. We're not talking. I'm talking about, like, that towards the winter where, like, the layers no, and the boots give me, and the jackets kind of really August, come out. August, early September maybe mid-September, like right after Labor Day, right before that 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 chill hits you, that's good. Mm-hmm. But sleep-wise, with the fan blowing, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. And it's it's very, 
it's it's just something about shivering when you're asleep. I just I don't know how that's comfortable for people. Yeah, this is but this then is you what had we talk about folk. in our spare time. <laughs> just so you no, know. but literally, this is, this is how people this is how people live. Like y'all choose death because y'all go to sleep. Y'all to have sleep. the fan on blast, sixty five degrees, windows open if you choose because obviously you don't care about your your power bill. No, you have like six blankets on top of you. So it's like, which one is it? Now Choose I will say side. now I will say when I had my apartment and I didn't have to pay my power bill. You thought I, about it. Didn't look, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I was off it's and on. I was, the bill is yours. I was like, we gonna get the we gonna get the room. We gonna turn it on right around like four five p.m. so we can get that cool for the night. And then I just had my fan look, on. The sun for the turns ever so slight to the northwest yeah, right? side. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we gotta. You you get you get real in tune uh-huh. with the phases of this. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, look, because. Uh, I was like, I'm not paying X amount of dollars just to stay cool. I will be in my uh, hoochie daddy shorts with no shirt on and just sit there. <laughs> Look, why make choices, least... make wise choices. Wise choices, yes. That's why it's at least like 72 year round, maybe 73 year round in my house. Look. But on cool though, on cool in the summer, and then usually in in the in the in the winter. It might be around there with the heat. All right. All right. Well, so, all right, y'all. Well, that <laughs> that's our episode for the day. <laughs> that's, <laughs> bye. No. no, y'all, we here. Uh just had to <laughs> vent off the, the heat that we're that we're currently dealing with because I'm still in Atlanta and it's definitely hot Atlanta as it usually is, but it's a lot hot as it is in like plenty of places because you know, climate change. Yeah. Um, so we're dealing with that. Mm-hmm. But we're about to jump into things, y'all. Our first segment, y'all know what it is. It's the blacktop. We bring that news to you. We bring in some excellence. We may bring in a little bit of foolishness. You never know. Speaking of foolishness, who watched Versus? I refuse. I can't, Listen, wa- I can't watch the full thing. The clips I saw were enough. <laughs> I watched it from top to finish. So they were out in L.A. And as you know, Omarion is from there. So, of course, he had the home crowd. Ray J's from there. He had the home crowd advantage. You had Pleasure P, Ray J, and Bobby Valentino. They brought and then, up of course, Marion and Mario. Child. We'll get to it. Love. So they had, so of course, you know, if you've still been keeping up with Versus, they're still on the whole like competitive route where it's just like this person versus that person, obviously. So with this, it was Ray J and Bobby V on one team, and you had Sammy and Pleasure P. Now, as you know a woman in her 30s they were literally the era you know what i'm saying like as far as r&b is concerned and for all y'all know i was a b2k stan me and jay boog we had our marriage that was it didn't quite work out because he wanted to stay in la but that's neither here nor there (laughs) moving on so um yeah i was about (laughs) and plus mario like nostrils and all love him dearly he always sings down so i was here for it Needless to say, there was so much like anger and just strife from both sides, especially with Sammy and Pleasure P. It was just like, okay, so they're basically taking this so serious. And every time I know Ray J wanted to pop up there, it's like one wish. Like they wanted him to do one wish so bad. And he's like, yo, like why y'all so stuck on one wish? And they're like, bro, that's your only hit. Oh, dang. So it was just like fire from both sides. In my opinion, Bobby V won the entire thing for, for that segment mm. because every time he came up there, brother was just like, he was just like, y'all remember this? I was like, bro, he had Ludacris 
And he had like hella producers. I, they all did. Yeah. And then you got Pleasure P who was like, you know, he's still songwriting for a lot of people and he produces as well. But my my whole thing was just like, yeah, Bobby V's beating all y'all with this. And then you had the main attraction with Omarion and Mario. And it was very much entertaining from the jump. I don't know if anybody was catching up on the the Instagram stories and stuff that, that Versus was putting up, but they basically were like, you know, they were ragging on each other throughout the whole few days before. And <laughs> it you can kind of tell that it was going to be some mess, but the amount of mess that Omarion was bringing, I don't think anybody was ready for that. So if, if no one knows, he is now considered O'Melon. Just type in on YouTube, Omarion watermelon and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um mm. it it was it was quite quite a moment, but Lord. Mario won like hands down. The boy was singing singing. I am kind of mad that he did not do um Here We Go Again, which is off the same album of Let Me Love You. Ah, uh, yes. You but, uh, uh yeah. Neo had the probably the best take. You had a performer versus a singer. But mm, Neo had it. Neo had it. He's like you just don't you just don't He's like, you know, you know, he's like, Omarion is a, is a performer. He said, but Mario is like, is a singer. Singer. He's like, just okay. like, I would, he's like, I wouldn't go against, you know, somebody who's, a, who's a dancer or a singer. He said, just like you wouldn't go against me in writing. I said, oh. Hmm. <laughs> said, well. This is Neo? Yeah, this is Neo. This is on a, a interview uh, recently. So I was like, oh. points were made. Points were made. But. Oh yeah, it, it's given real millennium uh, tour <laughs> to me. That's what it's given. It's Which giving. I went to. That was my first concert ever. And it was, um, uh, yeah, that was my very first one. I mean, okay, okay. there was this. Um, we never would count it, but it were it was this concert that used to happen in um in Louisville with like police officers and basically like first responders Mm. and they would come and do like, it was the, the dare concert. So they Uh would come to like this local (laughs) high school and they would do like rock and roll songs. And of course, if you've never been to a concert, it was just like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait to go to my first one. But no, no. Yeah. Crazy enough. The first one was the first one I ever went to actually was with Omarion and Bow. I think it was the scream tour. That's the very first one. Yeah. That's the very first oh, one no, no, I no, ever you're, went you're... to. Was the scream okay, tour? Okay, so this was Omarion by himself. No, no, no. This is Mario so this is... Bow Wow. Okay, uh, that was the very first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is back in like two thousand. Shoot, like that five was, or six. That was too. Oh no, that's too late because by then they had already broken up. Uh, because they because at least no, I was came out in. Oh, it was when four? it definitely yeah. was when "Let Me Hold You" came out, and Omarion had already that was gone solo. Yeah, he had already gone solo. Yeah, by yeah, then. yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, what yeah, a time! Oh, came out in O six. See, look, mm-hmm. I'm, I had the discount. Oh, look, look, you like, got it. it. You got it. It was real. I feel it. Yeah. But, um. Well, dang. Yeah, Maybe I'll was, actually it was... watch it just for the shenanigans now. Listen, you know, you got folks on 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 the tube giving their reactions and stuff, and mm-hmm. if you can just like bypass their commentary. And really find videos where it's just like real deal highlights. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous, but yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> well, I'm, I I hope that after this though, this is it because it was it was cute during quarantine. It's just like oh my gosh, like we we can't wait for people to come out and perform. Now we got like whole concerts. They're coming back. Folks is going back out on tour. Yeah, 
versus at this after, after this whole shenanigan it's just like yeah y'all 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 don't need well to we'll see <laughs> we shall see right. oh i will i will say though there was a lot of um I'll say this in a bit with clip verses. <laughs> there was so much shade. So, so speaking about the Scream Tour, mm-hmm. Mario was saying, he was just like, yeah, y'all remember how it was, Scream Tour, blah, blah, blah. And Mario was just like, yeah, y'all remember what that was? It was like me, Bow Wow. And Mario was just like, oh, no, I wasn't on that nigga. And he was just like, yeah, because you weren't invited. And I'm like, oh, oh, Mario. But from jump, like, Mario was, was definitely, like, coming at him. He can't, he... He brought like three fake B2K members. Uh, he had them come out. Matter of fact, one of the guys he was on So You Think You Can Dance. I can't remember his name. Right oh now. dang! But he won. He won. Um, hell, I can't even remember what season it was. But yeah, he was part of the little fake B2K clan. Oh dang! But yeah, that's that. Get get the highlights. Can and, we and all just it. get along? Get along. <laughs> Listen, R and B world is hey, like it's, look, yeah. I, I get it. So they they worried about the hits and whatnot, and who can hit their falsettos because there definitely were people that were not. <clears throat> Moving on. Moving so, on to the next thing. Um, what you got? <laughs> all right, so shifting gears, shifting gears <laughs> from one singer to another. So we're gonna talk a little bit about the Elvis film that just recently came out from Baz Luhrmann, which stars Austin Butler as the. Elvis Presley himself. So Baz is responsible for Moulin Rouge, uh, The Great Gatsby, and a Romeo and Juliet with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. So, uh, but he was recently uh, Austin Butler was recently given an interview, and basically, you know, giving the flowers to us, the black people that Elvis <clears throat> borrowed, quote unquote. Uh, the essence of what eventually borrowed, borrowed. <laughs> we know what we try you know you know what it is you know it ain't it ain't borrowed it's more like you know the colonel don't got 12 herbs and spices stolen he <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so you know he's like you know the fact that he was quoted saying you know the fact that we don't have elvis without black music or black culture stop the presses right there you ain't got to go another further hard stop you ain't got to go another mm. further Mm-mm-mm. We know this. We know this. But it's so nice to have that cleared up. Thank you, Austin. Thank you, Austin. But uh, yeah, we've been on this. Um, like I said, if if you ever get a chance to, I don't know if you ever seen this clip, Lydia, where Ray Charles is in an interview and someone asks him about his thoughts about Elvis. He holds uh-huh. nothing back. Absolutely not. Like I love it. He he That's goes like as far as like high, he one of my t- like, one of my top highlights of music. You know, interviews. I can't remember like, if he cursed or not. Ray, but wasn't it around the time he did Ray? Or like Ray was coming? Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. But he was yeah. basically like, don't ask me shit about Elvis. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, no, yeah. not Ray. Not Mr. George oh, yeah. on my mind. But it makes sense, though, because like, you, for good, bad, or worse, <laughs> like, you, 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 uh, that time period, you know, credit wasn't given where credit was supposed to be given to anyways because of us like given now they're Ooh. i mean they're barely giving us but that's another that's a whole nother table talk i'm sorry y'all y'all know we get off on the tangent but <laughs> it, but like even looking back at that time in the music area like there are like three different like charts like now we have the billboard top 100 and all that kind of stuff but they had charts just based off of race like mm-hmm. you had like mm-hmm. what they what they call it the color chart or something like that 
Uh, And that's where certain hits got that were the originals that when they were trans and it's, it's, it's very depicted in dream girls, you know, in, in the musical and in the, the film adaption where, you know, on one set, you know, Cadillac cars is like bussing, bussing, but then the white men do it. And it's like, Oh my God, it's mainstream. It's hot. It's new. And I'm like, Oh, so shout out to, you know, Austin. But then he goes on to which something I didn't know that Denzel was a key piece in him getting the role. Uh, so him and mm. Denzel were on Broadway together playing The Iceman Cometh. And that's kind of mm. what led Denzel to then reach out to some people to try to get Austin into the role. So shout out to Unc. Uncle Washington, you know, doing what he does best. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for my call Uncle one Zell. day. You know, I'm waiting on mine so I can, you know, slide on up in there. And uh, but yeah, we knew that Austin. So, but appreciate the validation, homie. Uh in 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 closing out this black tie, we we have to talk about the the huge ass elephant in the room. Uh, that many of us if not all of us are facing um what's happening in the world right now um i don't i don't i don't really know how to how to bring this up or discuss it like it it's women's rights are human rights well that's a first that is a first mm-hmm. uh for those who have been living under a rock uh or just you know haven't heard recently the supreme court overturns roe uh versus wade um, ending constitutional right to abortions. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I've said this before, and I say it again. I'm tired, Lily. I'm tired. I just got tired. Like my eyes literally just went so. Low. I I just don't um, know. Like my brain is went foggy. It it, it feels like, and and I, I'm. Uh, I feel like democracy and goodness and kindness are fairy tales that we're told as kids to make us go to bed. Hmm. That's a way to put it. Like it's a it's fallacy. It's also just a cop out for, uh, it's not even just conservatives. It's, there's so many other issues mm-hmm. in this country to worry about that they're so pressed about something such as this. And you have pro-lifers. You have mothers. Yeah. Like whole mothers who are still understanding of the choice to bring a child into this world. And you you have, you know, pro-choice believers that are not so, like it, it doesn't have to matter about okay, where there was rape or incest. Really, it's just down to the point of what we just said. It's a choice. choice. Exactly. And when you have something like mass shootings still going on daily, mm-hmm. but you still have such a, a a press about a woman making a choice for herself, her family, her partner, that you can't even look at the bigger picture, mm. which is damn what people are talking about when it comes to these guns and these children being murdered and you know people's grandmothers and aunts and uncles being killed in broad daylight yeah damn that let's let's worry about the woman who just so happened to have a mistake come up because she met this guy and whatever else happened or the fact that she just chooses to just not want to bring a child into this world damn that damn damn the fact that it could have been one of 
this woman's kids that could have been shot in, in, in their school, in homeroom. We're not worried about that part. No. We're not worried about the part that somebody's kid can drive over state lines and just shoot people because they felt like it, because they don't like the color of somebody else's skin. Damn the racism. Mm. Damn the part where it's like, oh, we're so we're so gung ho about the fact that a woman just she isn't she isn't going in the religious standpoint. Damn that you got you have Christians who are still on this where it's it's a stuck moment where they're still so upset that they couldn't control it. And now when you have justices like Clarence Thomas, who is literally just an excuse of a person mm-hmm. who literally has nothing but the face of control who feels like he has to just like <laughs> and, make these choices for people. It's like, bro, and, and y'all, and, and and he's in that, that position forever. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, and, and, and let me come down the, the men's, uh, the men's side of the street. Mm. Stay your ass out of business. that ain't got nothing to do with you. Women too. It's the women, women too. too. There's a lot. Well, I, you know, I, I, I try to stay out oh. of, stay out you, did, of, you, you did say you, he's going go to the I'm going side. to the men's okay. side. Stay out of business that don't concern you. Like as 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 and I'm I'm, I'm and I'm I really want to speak to the guys. If if because somebody posted this on Facebook and I never thought about this. You know, we say the whole thing to girls about like not being sexually active if you don't want to. You know, if you can't afford to bring a child into the world or some something to that effect. Same go for you dudes too. Like. It's a responsibility. Like even now, like I've and, and Lydia's heard me talk about this forever. I I want to be a father, but I've seriously thought about like not wanting to bring a child into this world because of everything and how it's looking and society. Like society is not kind to to anyone that's not what the norm is or what's supposed to be accepted. And then from a standpoint of being a Christian. For, for those that don't know at home, I am I am a Christian. I grew up in the church, primarily Baptist church, but I consider myself non-denominational because I've been everything to Methodist churches and Presbyterian churches. Back, like I I am just a Christian, but no way in the hell would I ever press upon my own personal beliefs on someone else. I would not weaponize that. That's what I can't get over Christians. They weaponize the Bible and the words and various selective teachings to get a point across. That that's where I'm like, Oh, y'all completely forgot the the actual missions and things that God was doing. Like, and just from studying many of God's things in, in, in the Bibles and his teachings all come with the one word that we keep arguing over, Lydia, choice. God says, he, he says, come all those who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Come, you have a choice to come. You don't have to come, but come. He says, I set before you life and death. Choose life. But I'm going to give you both sides of the coin. Like, that's what that's what these conservatives, I think, are forgetting, is that God is a God of choice and free will. He never pressed upon his, his beliefs on somebody. He presented it to them and then left it there. It's like, I'm going to let you decide what you do. So I, I just... 
as 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 a, as a man, as a Christian, I'm just perplexed at w- what are we even talking about? We we have no business in other people's business, but um, I don't I don't know what what comes out of this at the end of the day. Like, I'm I'm afraid that this is just the beginning. Like, what else? What else are they going to roll back? Brown versus Board of Education. Like, well, looking at a few different articles, um, Clarence Thomas is looking to jump into contraception, mm-hmm. um, same-sex marriage. Figured that was coming, and it's. But y'all, but he, but and and but he won't touch loving. Yeah, somebody else said that too. Mm-hmm. It was actually a tweet that I saw. You know the gift where it's Homer and he's like scooting back into the bushes. Mm-hmm. Somebody was just like, "Yeah," and as soon as we bring up interracial marriage, it's Clarence Thomas going into the bushes. <laughs> so they don't want to talk about that. But that, I mean, it's that that literally has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Love who you love, exactly. No matter what damn color their skin is, love who you love, no matter what sex. Like it's it's literally to a point of what is the big damn deal that these politicians have over the people who are their constituents because what is so wrong with having a for sure life that people just want to live, but you just have to feel the need to want to control it all. Nobody has that God. Like no one is God. Mm-mm. And just like you said, people have the choice. You don't have to, but I'm giving you the choice, mm-hmm. but there's still a, a, a conspicuous that it's literally to a point where people are so stuck on wanting to control the other that that's where people feel that it has to be. Yeah. And it's still the same system that not even surprisingly will want to have the control over a woman bringing a child into this world, but yet do anything for these children that are in the foster care system. Come on, say the word, speak the word. You have how many kids in this country who are stuck in the system or age out who grow up in the system until they age and then grow up to, to, to literally, have no avail for themselves. Yeah. It's like, and, and that's the thing, again, with the church that I have a problem. So I grew up in my church, and oh, Lord, help me. I remember vividly there was a young lady who had gotten pr- pregnant at this point maybe once or twice. This is in the city of Atlanta, mind yeah. you. It's not like down home where like my family is from or whatnot in like Statesboro mm-hmm. on Deep South brought the girl up in front of the entire church on a Sunday service. Wow. This feels like my church. My home church. Told her that if she did not have any more babies, that they would financially make sure she was straight to go to school. I watched this happen. And at the time, because, again, you're being indoctrinated into you know, thinking certain things and living certain ways, which is fine. That's what church, church is an institution, just like school, prison, anything Mm -hmm. else. It's meant to to train you, whether you know it or not. But I'm sitting there and I feel uncomfortable, but then like, it it changes to like, okay, well, I guess it's just, just, you know, what it is. But now looking back, I'm like, how humiliating was that (laughs) to have to go through that? And how necessary was that? Really necessary? I feel like that would have should have. First off, you should never 
have been a conversation. That's none of your business. But if you just so happen needed to say this or give this deal, could you not say it in like a private setting? No. You got an office. People, people feel, especially now, and this is way before social media when I, when that happened at your church, same thing happened in my church. Um, a girl who was a few years ahead of me to the matter of fact, she was, she had just turned 14 and was pregnant with her first little girl. Her grandfather actually was a minister at the church. And I remember our pat, oh, I think at that time our pastor had just been inducted because the the one prior he had recently passed away. But long story short, you know, us as kids, we're kind of just like, she's growing, you know? Mm-hmm. And her grandfather literally got up there because it's at the end of church and they usually have the call to discipleship and was just like, I know y'all see my grandbaby and you know what? I still love her because it's a lot of y'all that want to say hi and, and do all these things in front of us. But then we turn around and you be the same ones to stick a knife in our back. Mm. So he brought her up there and he was just like, baby girl, I love you, your grandmama, we all love you, and we're going to be here for you, and we're going to love that baby just the same. But, of course, you had those same folk that you they came up, they're hugging on her and everything. Mm-hmm. After church, you got people on the street corners that's just like, now why would he do that, knowing that that little girl don't need that? Just the sa- literally what mm. he said. Y'all, the same people that want to come up and say all these good things, but then as soon as we turn around, is this and that, which, you know, people going to have their opinions or whatever else. Yeah. But just to go into the, the issue about bringing it public, especially now within the social media era, it's like there's so there's so many things that could be handled in private. Very much so. Case in point, it's old now, but the whole slap, the, the Will Smith slap. Oh, He ain't had to do that on national TV. Nope. But it happened. That could have easily been handled backstage. Hey, man, let me holler maybe, at you. <laughs> maybe, hopefully, he wouldn't have slapped him backstage. But it could have been something handled to the point where it's just like, hey, bro, like, you've been, you've been ragging on my wife for years now. Hey, let me, let like, me, I'm tired let me, let me talk I'm to you. I'm really, you really know. tired of it. You know, it's so many moments where people can really just handle things in private, but they just decide, like, you know what? I got an audience right now. Mm-hmm. Let me use it. And so, that's a whole little... Everybody won't be up on stage, but they ain't, they ain't crane for it. Mm-mm. Like there's and and that's that's this is just one thing I think I've tried my best to to declutter myself of hypocrisy mm. and v- really trying to like get into the weeds of like my essence and who I am and one thing about it is like trying this things that disdain me not becoming them. So making sure, you know, I lead with love and lead with courage and try not to control. So I'm a I'm a control freak, but in like the best kind of way, if there is one. That's what the podcast should have been called. The control freaks. The control freaks. Because <laughs> we're real control freaks. But even in that, I've I've given it I've 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 had to like let it go. As much as it makes me uncomfortable if I think my way is right, it may not be right mm-hmm. for that person. Or that way, like even my mom, she was talking to me the other day and and she was telling me about my grandmother, who I love dearly. If you ever hear me talking about my grandma, I love my grandmother. (laughs) But she's from that generation that like she's the matriarch. So she feels like she has this level of control. And I guess my mom, it went somewhere and she had talked to my grandmother and 
she said something to the effect of like, where you been and whatnot. Mind you, my mom is like 56, 57. Grown, grown, grown. grown. And uh, my mom was like, yeah, you know, I said, mom, live your life. Live your life. <laughs> if you want to go out, live your life. You mar- you've been married three years now. You got a wonderful marriage. You got a dog now. You seem really happy. Your son is out the house for the most part until I have to come back for a couple weeks and then leave again. You know, you are fine to do. Because guess what? I'm going to do that myself. <laughs> so mm. I'm telling you to live your life. Uh, and so that that's just that era that they come from is like everybody got to tell it how it is and tell it's like no there's nuances to it like there's there's just so much more that should be factored into just coming out and saying what you got to say and then leaving it you know but about this to kind of close it out so we can get to the table read um <laughs> I, I this ain't it, y'all. This look, look, this ain't even it. Uh, I, I, I want to know what I can do, truly, um, and, and to not just hear what um, people who this ruling affects, but I want to know how I can help, truly. Um, I'm, I don't know. I've seen a lot of great um, information and whatnot, and I, and I see them, and I thank you guys for posting them on your feeds and stories and whatnot but truly like i'll go as far as like if you could hit me with something uh in my dms at jerry's cloud performs on ig or my email i just want to like this is this concerns all of us whether you have a uterus or not this this is so much more than just this ruling and i think we need to really look at that but also we need to lend a hand to see like what we need to do that's just that's just kind of where i'm at with it so any last thoughts lib before we 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 take a little water break (laughs) keep your noses out of people's business god bless and with that (laughs) y'all that's been the black talk uh we're gonna go take uh just a minute to just cool off get some water maybe use the bathroom and we'll be right back uh with the table read so keep it locked y'all All right, y'all, we are back. Welcome back. We are back at it. So this is the table read. Today's topic is cream. Yeah, we know it's the same as the song by the wonderful Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang. No, just just a little little spin off it, but still in the same. Cash rules everything around me. We know this. Mm -hmm. It truly does. You know, the vines of capitalism are woven into our society, whether we realize it or not. But how does that truly impact us, right? How do how does the need for finances impact our decisions and our health? It's almost like, do you think that we're sacrificing one priority over another in our daily lives in order to make just a buck? Are our morals always compromised? Let's discuss. So. Ooh, those were the questions. <laughs> yeah. Those were the questions. I mean, you wow. know, when you're dealing with the finances, that's uh. It's usually real heavy. Oh, well, I'll kick. I, I I have to say yes. I don't. I don't know necessarily to, what I'm saying yes to, but <laughs> uh, I would have to say yes to. Well, our, first start. So, how, how does it? How does it impact us? Uh, do you think? How does cash? You know. I mean, like you said, the, the vines of capitalism are up and through 
our society, whether you're in the U.S. or abroad, like nothing moves without them coins. Like you can't right, right. you can't get a car, you can't get food, you can't go somewhere, you can't watch anything, you don't have power. Like it's it's the exchange of you know funds for goods and services, of course, which has been entrenched in society for however long society's been around it's just a part of it mm-hmm. but i feel like we live in in a moment in time where capitalism is is at its height um and i want to say it got worse since the pandemic you know the early days of the pandemic oh, nobody was so. you know working and everything so everything slowed to a halt and everything was shut down so then capitalism started to break apart. You know, we were slowing down. We were taking family in. We were FaceTiming and talking to grandma and them and just really slowing down. But all the while, the capitalism was dying. So then we rushed mm-hmm. to put ourselves back into the black, you know, making sure the vaccines get out, making sure we get back to work and all this kind of stuff. So now I'm getting to a spot where it's running rampant. But not everything's caught back up. You know, we have a, you know, supply chain shortage up the wazoo. Babies ain't got no formula. You know, it's it's just, it's crazy. And so, like, even for me, so I'm a person, I've talked about this very extensively on and off the podcast. I do deal with mental health things. I have, you know, dealt with depression and anxiety. And one thing that I experienced recently while I was on my contract is I was really dealing with my mental health when I got here. You know, I'm in a whole new state, whole new area. It's giving real get out vibes every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> there are not a lot of minorities here um, where I'm at in Maine. You raising in the oatmeal? You know, I just stay in the house as much as I can so I don't have to find out. <laughs> um, and so I'm dealing with that. I'm, I'm missing home. I'm missing so many things and whatnot. And I remember dealing with really bad uh suicidal thoughts and everything and I'm talking to a friend and I'm like I feel like I need to go home I feel like I need to go get my life together it's just like yeah you know you really haven't had a break you've been working blah 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 it's like cool so I get it in my mind I'm gonna leave yeah I'm gonna go get my mental health together and I'm gonna leave then reality set in but you got your health care like bill is like 350 almost got your car insurance uh-huh. yeah and i'm a, i got that off the marketplace well that's a whole nother podcast though <laughs> <sighs> yes um car insurance you got this that you got your phone bill you got like you got financial obligations so unfortunately homie you can't just leave is what i had to mm. talk to myself about so kind of answering that question about priority i had to then unfortunately prioritize my uh finances and financial obligations over my mental health what i do not suggest but i will say on the back end i did end up having a virtual session with my therapist i feel a lot better i've been in a much better headspace you know things are looking great which i'm i'm thankful for you know so but in that moment all i could think about was my finance oh my god like I'm going to be broke if I go back home because I'm not I'm not going to be working on nothing. And this that like that's what a lot of people go through, whether we realize it or not, is like 
even even with healthcare, people are prioritizing like not even mental health, just physical health because right. of premiums and payouts and different things like that. They either can't afford to or it's too high to you know pay down at a certain point if you go to the doctor for something they still ain't figured out so which for some people i found that they wouldn't even have health insurance and until well we talked about it a few episodes ago until they got into the um down to the union because they offer health insurance mm, that's right so yeah a lot of people would just be out here Go funding it. Scarfing down tea and doing all the things to keep themselves together because they can't manage that doctor bill. And then they get into the union like, oh, I'm taken care of. Yeah. That don't that, you know, doesn't always happen yeah. right away. But yeah, that was that was an option for a few people on there. But even like as far as like looking at people with um death, like it costs mm. as much to die as it costs to live. Like putting somebody in the ground, <laughs> like that's a good like. She was almost up there with a with with the hospital bill when the baby comes in. Yeah, it's like five ten k. Just to put a yeah. box in the ground with a body in it. Yeah, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so then you get into these people who don't have term life insurance or life insurance policies in general, you have to do GoFundMe's and things like that, and I'm like, where's the where's the assistance? Where's where's the I'm helping. Let me come down these folks streets. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> Where are the churches? Mm. Where are the conservatives that care about life so much? Where are you? There are living people who need your help. Where? Hello. All these folks y'all was talking to in uh, your campaign ca- trails. Ca- call they need you. Call are you there? Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm about to Are be you like, still there? Please <laughs> press one. Look, I'm about to like, be like, uh, uh, oh, girl from you, to, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Mama, be like, Mama <laughs> look, I'm like, y'all, it's all the people <laughs> living that need the help. Now, whatever your your views on. Yeah, of course, we talked about this in the black. Whatever your views on fetuses or life in the womb don't matter. Again, there are people living and breathing who are scruggling. With the with the case. Scruggling. And capitalism don't care. Uh, we still want our money on the first, not the fifteenth. And we, we will, will you charge you a late fee until the third. Uh, until okay. the third at eleven fifty nine p.m. To which PM. to which after that you are charged a late fee <laughs> and a percentage dollars and a percentage of whatever your rent is. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank God for parents yeah. who understand what careers we have, um, because Wanda Lou, Belvin Cooper. And Gary Leon Cooper, uh, and and Linda Clyatt and Julius Clyatt, thank y'all so much for understanding. Um, Shout out to the home team, right? <laughs> it's 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 not easy, and I think people get in this thing where like, get a real job. It's like, first off, shut your face. 
Second job. Second of all, it is real. It is a very it's real a job. Career. I I have been sound mixing for several weeks now for different projects on my own, mm. which are my projects. Mm. Video editing, my own projects, plus also still auditioning and various other things, while also still being on stage. I'm working for real. <laughs> but thank you for your concern. Like, but again, even even from from that standpoint, we we can't we aren't valued the way we should be as like a real job would. You know what I'm saying? Like right. financially we aren't compensated as best we should be for our craft. Mm-mm. And then we're demeaned by the masses for not having a job that pays me 40 to 70k a year. It's like but you want to watch a television show, right? You want to watch a movie, right? Guess who does that? When you Are go Are you not entertained? <laughs> right. When you go to the museum, <laughs> like and you look at the paintings, an artist did that. But took the time out they day. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I so I guess I'll ask you this question that, that you had spoke of. What about do you think have you or have you not um compromised your morals um in in regards to capitalism? Would you say you've had to compromise morals every once in a while? As far as taking like a gig or just, just like, anything, whether it's a gig, whether, you know, you got to, you know, take, I wouldn't say steal, uh, but, you know, maybe you might have at a younger age then maybe took a little $5 out of mama's purse or, you know, something. <laughs> That's never happened. Look. I don't do those things. Um, yeah, you know, they're... There have been some moments. I'll say I used to. I definitely mm-hmm. had moments where it was just like, hmm. you know how they always say, like, live below your means? My means are very much expensive. Like, the way that I look at things, I'm just like, that's so nice. That piece of art is really nice. I literally went into this art museum or a studio and was looking at all these paintings and stuff. And I looked at like probably one of the the medium sized ones. It was actually like some bigger ones that were in there. I was like, this is dope. $17,000. I'm like, yeah, but I liked it. And it was, <laughs> you know, you, you, you see things that you literally cannot touch. Cause usually they'd be like, Oh, don't touch it. Cause if you, you break it, you buy it type things like, Oh, well, can't buy it right now. So I ain't going to touch it. But yeah, the whole thing about living below your means, it's, it's in some ways it's definitely important because you don't want to end up broke because you just out here spending on whatever. I had a cousin I always say, don't need it. Don't spend it. Literally. If, if it's something that you do not, that it, you are not in dire need of, don't spend it. We got food. When you at really the house. need it. Right. <laughs> like you really, you, you dished out 150 at the grocery store, but you still want to go out to eat definitely done that Ooh, but you know um, meal prep uh, in the refrigerator <laughs> right but i'm gonna go get this i'm gonna go get this mcflurry well i don't get 
Right, I was like, I don't eat McDonald's. But just saying this happened. Not you throwing shade at me. I thought you had a confidence. <laughs> oh, I, did you get hit by that stone? I'm so uh, sorry. I told you that um, confidence. So <laughs> Yeah. This is the way we communicate. Um, we. So yeah, you know, it's the 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 compromise is real because of the society that we live in. Oh, and, but and they don't I always care. think all the time. They don't care. And I always think all the time, like, yo, where is a place that I can just move to and don't have to worry about none of this BS? There's so many places that literally just care so much about their their people, like their society in a whole. Yeah. As far as work is concerned. I always think about it in the sense, too, of like, OK, how do they treat treat their artists? Because a lot of times they don't. That they'll appreciate it a little bit more, but not mm-hmm. as much. Over here is just like how we said, the entertainment factor. Everything over here is like a damn joke for people, which is why they look at entertainers and just be like, oh, y'all, just Joe seems like, no, bitch, this is my job. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so look, it's... Where Wakanda at? I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to Wakanda at this point in life. I promise you, I don't care if that damn ticket was a thousand I'm saving million dollars. I'm finding I a way. one. I I don't care if it's in the next galaxy. I'm, I'm going. I'm like I'm like Denzel. I'm leaving with something. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. I just and now that Michael B is single, I'm going. No, I'm just kidding. So that man looks look <laughs> so hurt. Oh, it's gonna be all right, Listen, bro. I've been there before. I've been it, there before. It, I'm still there on right. some days. You, know, you got you got time. Uh-uh. Somebody special's out there. Hi. So. You 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 really have to think about where we are as a people, you know, and just how we we've just got done talking about the priorities that the government has. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to finances and capital, like it, the whole thing honestly gives me a headache. But when you're in the profession that we're in, it's like we have to worry about it because we want to make sure, at least for me, you know, just making sure that those moves are being made so that you know things are getting paid <laughs> yeah but then you start um, then you start cutting off pieces of yourself to make sure they are being yeah. made. so like for me and we talked about this uh a couple of days ago last time i went on a vacation was february 2021 <laughs> that was the last time i went on a vacation and ever since then i've been working which i'm grateful yeah. for i am happy for but then, like, these past couple of weeks, I've looked at various uh, vacations to take. Mm-hmm. And I got the money. I, I have the money to go. But there's that little voice in the back of my head said, check your spreadsheet. See what's coming up. See what bills you got paid or financial. Oh, yeah. Mama's a, a accountant uh, of the best high caliber. So she taught me a little something. something. I'm good with numbers, too. Um. <laughs> And so, you know, I got this Excel spreadsheet that shows me my monthly bills and other obligations and whatnot, you know, my overall debt, like a plan to pay it off, all these things. And so I want to go on vacation. I, I need a break because I have something coming up that I will be gone for a year. So I need a break before that happens. Um, but every time I go and look, I'm like, that's a little more than I was wanting to pay. That's a little high. Mind you, got the money, but I'm like so much thinking about like, what if I pay this money, I go to this trip or I do this thing, I won't be, I feel like I'm not being financially responsible. 
if I go give myself a vacation. Like, that's how yeah. deep it runs. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess I can't go. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I need something that I need, you know, for, tri- you know, upcoming gig or something. And it's like, well, I guess I got to pick. Like, even this weekend, we had our opening night party or whatever. I bought me an outfit, you know. It wasn't, but I I, I, I felt a way because it wasn't that expensive or anything. Like, And I was able to get, like, two additional shirts and something else for, you know, under $40. But still, it was like... Was I gonna need that later? You know, it's like it, it sounded like really like bonkers to be thinking about. But I look good, mind you, brother. Look good, brother. Look mm, scrumptious. But <laughs> yeah. I definitely had to like get out of my head about the finance and just enjoy it for the moment. You know, mm-hmm. you have it. You you are being smart, whatnot. But this 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 capitalism bug, I don't know how long it's gonna gonna last, if I'm being quite honest. I don't know. Well, America is America. Oh, that that was one thing I, I, I wanted to say. So there's a quote, but I can't remember verbatim um what it says. Let me see if I can find it real quick. But about power. Uh you know, we live in a society where I'm thinking, and maybe just a quote to somebody, but someone once said this: that power will always want to stay in power. There's no unseating power. That's why, like with the justices, at a certain point, that's why there were no term limits on them, because that type of power will always want to stay in power for as long as it can. But didn't y'all asses learn anything from Star Wars? Y'all didn't learn nothing. <laughs> Y'all didn't learn not a damn thing. <laughs> Got uh, Senator Palpatine just over there just plotting, just plotting on y'all. And then boom, comes the Empire. Fascism just running all up and through the galaxy. Sorry, that was my little nerd moment. But again, <laughs> art imitating life. Y'all, you know, we had four years of Trump administration, which felt like being in the Empire we for real, for in- real. The Twilight Zone. And now you got a majority, primarily conservative uh, court. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're going to be in the 1940s before New Year's. <laughs> like, but again, because it's all there. built on this capitalism like foundation, it all comes down to power and money. That's all it ever is. Right. Your value, value of a person, and I may, I'm gonna have to stop talking because so I can uh, remember this for for the table read. But the value of people in our society is wrapped up in your looks, your likability or your popularity, and how much money you got in the bank. Always has been. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna stop talking because I, I got to save mine for 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 the uh, yeah, BTR because I get to preaching like, and <laughs> all of these are nuggets. 
so 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 what what you feeling to, to kind of close us out of this part y'all again <laughs> i've been having a headache since the blacktop Love but because this is because i i don't I don't care to jump into politics all the time. I love a good debate though, but I feel like with politics and finances and things, all all of these things give me CNBC. Hmm. It's almost like sitting there and watching it all day long. And there's some people that do that. And it's just like, you're not tired by looking at these numbers trickling at the bottom of the screen. Oh my gosh. I need some comedy. <laughs> um, <laughs> But not just on a serious note. I mean, just to go back to one of the questions I asked of, you know, it it impacting the decisions and in our health and, you know, compromising morals. I mean, it it can. But a lot of things that we go through, it just is it just contains proper planning. And it's not to the point where, you know, living this life is impossible. It's just like I said, in some some instances you just have to live below your means yeah you know that vacation is going to be there these places ain't going nowhere it's just about when is your time to be there now does it mean that you got to take a a trip every year I mean hell if you got it do it but don't don't let any of these big wigs just feel like they just got so much control to where you can't enjoy your life because they don't you do in all ways, form, and fashion. So, yep, mm. that's my deal. All right. Well, that was the table read, peeps. Uh, I'm going to go take a little minute myself, uh, and then we'll jump right into BTR, close this thing on that. So keep it locked. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Breathe, Think, Release moment. This is where we wrap up everything that we've talked about today's episode. And just for a chance for you to kind of think, think, think on what what has been said, what you feel, uh, whether your thoughts resonate with ours or not, or just kind of what the world's looking like. So like I said in the, the table read, there are three things that capitalism and our society is built on. That's power, influence and money. Those things do not a character define. You're not defined by how much money you have or how much influence you have or what type of power you have. You have value because you simply are who you are. The essence that you have, that you exude to other people, the way you treat people, the way you move through life in a, in a positive light, in a loving light, that is what matters. I, I think we've gotten too much on what we look like on the gram, what we look like on Facebook, whether we got blue checks or not blue checks, whether we're verified, uh, shout out to season two's episode of verified. Those things do not matter in the grand scheme of things. It's funny. We, you know, we talked about death and everything, you know, it costs a just as much to to die as it does to live, which is very true. I went to a lot of funerals growing up as a kid, um, being in the church, mom being a minister and, and things like that. 
And there's one saying that always sticks with me that is interesting enough. Well, two, actually. The first one, uh, as, you know, the casket's being lowered into the ground, the preacher always would say, from dust you came and to dust you will return. Y'all, we ain't nothing but dust walking out in Gucci belts. That's all we are. Piles of dust going through life, trying to figure it out until we go right back to our dust form. The second thing that it's, that has always been important to me when it talks about death and life is when you look on somebody's tombstone, they always give the day they were born and the day they died. And there's a gap in between those. That's what matters. How you treat people, how you love people, how you use whatever influence, power, or money you have to affect change in the lives of those who you won't, won't see, know, or hear from when you go. Like that dash is so important, but because of capitalism and other isms in our world, we focus so much on how money, how much money we can get, how we can influence others with that money and what that influence comes with power. They are the three ugly stepsisters of our society. But I I challenge anybody as well as myself and Lydia to look at how we utilize these things for the better for bettering ourselves, bettering our community, and bettering our world because we have the capacity. No matter how dark things get in our society, me personally, I know that we can be better. We have the capacity. Again, like the Bible says, coming from a Christian man, God always says, I set before you life and death. Choose life. Not necessarily life and death in terms of of pregnancies or anything, but choosing life and its abundance and the goodness, the light, the joy, all these different things. Because with death comes despair and and desolation and isolation and darkness and cold and all these things that many of us have decided to choose for ourselves and others for whatever reason. But if we can use life and its abundance and its joys and the choice that we have to choose either one, I promise you we probably have a better outlook. So again, figure out how you can use the power that you possess in whatever position you have, the influence and the light that you have that exudes others to want to be near you and using the money that you are given to then freely give as you so choose to help someone else. I promise you we'd have a better world. And that's that's my BTR. That's my that's my sermonette. That's whatever you want to call it. That's all I got for you. So I'm going to get that on a shirt. You ain't nothing but dust in a Gucci belt. Look, nothing but dust on a Gucci belt. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm over here weak. I'm like, what? Dust in a Gucci That's belt, good. homie. Dust in a Gucci. <laughs> nothing but some dust. Oh. Nothing but some dust and dirt. <laughs> That's all. That's all it is. Oh, man. <laughs> That was good. Y'all, mm. I'm tired. I don't know about y'all. I'm so, so tired. But we got to keep on living. We got to be these these dusty dusties mm-hmm. with our Gucci belts on. Because as long as you're living within your means to get that Gucci belt. Yeah. Amen. Don't do too much now. Um, don't do too much to get it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been... 
another good one as always. Oh yeah. If you would like to see and hear more from us, please hit us up at Black Table Read on all social platforms. You can also email us any questions you have, topics, anything that you like to hear from us. BlackTableRead at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, and if you guys just so happen want to follow me or Lydia, my handle is at Jerry's Client Performs on all social medias except for Twitter. It's uh, JC underscore Performs. Um, but yeah, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's I am underscore Lydia Iku on all platforms just to make it a little bit easier for y'all. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we getting out of here. Enjoy the rest of your week. Continue to be the beautiful people that you are. And we will see y'all next time. All right, peace. See y'all. Oh, enjoy your fake independence days. Bye.